Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast with Brandy Montambo and Jason Wright. going on, everybody? Jason Wright and Brady here for another episode of the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast. And I'm proud to say this is episode number 170. 170! <laughs> uh, this episode is going to be sponsored by um, an awesome sponsor. It is Funnel Building for Profit. That is actually one of my creations. But if you ever wondered how to build sales funnels for other people, for yourself, whether it's adding another income stream or learning a new business altogether, this resource will get you pointed in the right direction. Check it out, funnelbuildingforprofit.com. All right, what's new with you, Brandy? What's new in your world? So, speaking of funnel building, I watched, I didn't make it through all 90 minutes of it, but I watched, started watching a, a talk that, what's his name, Russell, Russell Brunson? Is that yes. Click Funnel dude? It is. Um, he is literally the most incredible salesman I have ever listened to in my whole life. Like I'm a, I'm huge. I'm a huge story brand girl. Like I love story brand, you know, the, your, your external problem creates an internal problem, which you solves with the, you know, with the philosophical problem. If you know story brand, you know what I'm talking about. It's good stuff. Um, but he, the way that he speaks embodies his the value ladder and um, speaking to what people's real problems are and bringing you in to be part of a community. You know, you he wants you to be one of his hack funnel hackers. He's try so like I was, I had not listened to Russell Brunson before, but I am completely enamored with Russell Brunson today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a convert. I'm I'm a funnel hacker wannabe. I'm a groupie. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. That's uh, was it you a while back that was like I've never listened to him or Gary V. Gary V. is not Russell Brunson. Very different guys. Yeah, <laughs> but they actually are. They're friends. They've uh, spoken together, done events together, so they, they respect one another. So, what Very I think, cool. whatever speak, uh, speaking event this was, he did three million dollars worth of sales in ninety minutes. Grant Cardone's 10X convention in Vegas That's last it. year. That's what it was, yes. Yep. What's cool about Russell is he's authentic, he's passionate, and he he's so damn good at what he does, building the, the Epiphany Bridge. There's a script for that in one of his books. He's so good at it and so natural at it. He knows exactly the ride he's taking you on. And it's, mm -hmm. it's an honest ride. It's a good ride. He's just really good at it. So it's not this overly yeah. polished, fork-tongued salesman in a suit type of thing. It's just a normal person from Idaho talking to people, you know, and it works really, really well. Yeah. I could not agree more. Definitely authentic and well scripted all at the same time. Like yep. I don't know many people that could pull that off, but it was yep. really good. What's cool is on LinkedIn the other day, he had a piece of content and it was like, you know, I remember when this is what he was saying. He remembers when he would get up and speak and nobody would ever buy at the back of the room and he would mess mm -hmm. up. And he just said, the only reason I'm successful now is I failed so many times before and what you notice is you start to hear the same theme with uh, most successful people. Like there's no overnight success. There's no shortcut. There's no secret. They master their craft by executing on it. 
you know, From your lips to my brain, please let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a topic I want to talk about this week and it is uh, from a high level growing your content machine. And for somebody like you, who's starting to get into that mode of, I believe I can do something on my own. I'm excited about it. I'm curious about it to somebody who's been in business a long time. I think everybody can benefit from creating more content consistently. And you hear that thrown around a lot and it sounds really cliche, but really, really interesting things happen when you stick to it for a while. So I don't know if I told you this a long time ago, I used to, uh, I got started with intentionally inspirational as a blog. It was just motivational stuff. I actually was looking at some of those early posts the other day and I was like, man, I just, just talking to talk, you know, and <laughs> that never happens now. <laughs> it's, it's cool. By the way, my wife told me the other day, the five things in the world that I like to talk about the most. And she listed five and she said, number one is you. She's like, you about <laughs> yourself. And I was like, why do I feel like Brandy should be in the car right now? So you guys could just hammer <laughs> away at me. I was like, Brandy told me I'd be a terrible coach because I talk about myself or I'm focused on myself too much, but I'd be a good mentor. I said, I don't really understand the difference, but she does. Yeah, that's funny. So anyway, <laughs> but anyway, with content, it's like, you know, I've, I've seen this a lot, you know, somebody will start saying, okay, I need to create content. How overwhelming. Maybe I should start writing a blog and I'll do it for three to six months. Like nothing happens. It's a waste of my time. I'm going to stop. Or maybe I want to start a podcast and do it three to six months and they give up. The content game is the slow, long game. But it's so important because, especially video, and I'll get into that in a second. It's so important because it gives people the chance to get to know your brand, what you stand for. And people make the mistake of assuming it's got to be about your services. Well, it's got to be about what you do. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Right. You know, we, we live in the, the age where... We have these, these opportunities. I mean, we're on TV and radio right now, essentially, you and I, and there's no rules. We can no say rules. or do whatever the hell we want. And if people don't like it, look away, hit the X, close it. But until that happens, I mean, we, we just, we have the ability to share ourselves with the world. And it's a, it's a great strategy to implement by itself or in conjunction with some kind of outbound strategy as well. For example, LinkedIn, if you paid attention, is the hot platform right now for any business. Everybody keeps talking about LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. And I was like, you know what? I've been paying attention. I just want to try a test. So yesterday, and I don't ever get a lot of views or a lot of likes on any platform really because I'm not consistent, right? Not with videos. Yesterday, I created a video on my back deck uh, on LinkedIn, specifically for LinkedIn. And I talked about... Uh, just to get people's attention, I said, hey, stop pretending like you're working. Because obviously, if you're reading this, you're not. I said that. I said, you've got to listen to this message right now. It was me in a video, no subtitles, because I wanted people to be curious. And then I tagged one influencer who's got a massive following on LinkedIn. And I said, hey, so-and-so told me to do this, but she doesn't know it yet. So I knew she'd see that. And I started getting views. And within like an hour, I had like a thousand views, which does no not happen. Way. The last time I checked today, it was at like 3,700 views, which doesn't happen. No but way. just because I tagged her and she responded and said, ha ha, thanks. Something happens with the algorithm, but it's gone berserk. I've got, I don't know, like 50 new contacts on LinkedIn. I've got people messaging me. I've got people invite me on their podcast from a one video. And I was That's like, awesome. How interesting that people 
can see, and I mentioned nothing about what I do because they're going to look anyway. They're going to be curious, who is this guy? People are following the company. It's like, what would happen? And I've heard this. What would happen if I made a video on LinkedIn for a year, every day for a year? And I just was out there just being myself. What would happen? And I've heard so many people say, and Russell will say it, if you become a content creator in some capacity, especially video, every day for a year, you're, you won't recognize your life a year from now. And I was just like, what do they, what do they mean? I'm telling you, I got a peek into what's possible. And I was like, oh my God, like what if, what if I dedicated an hour a day to connecting with influencers, engaging in their stuff, and then strategically tagging them or asking them questions in a post? It could get crazy. It could get really, really crazy. I mean, I have, I have personally seen my friends have their careers take off because that's what they do. Um, so one of my friends, she, she doesn't do LinkedIn. Um, she has a little bit there, but not much. She does a lot of Facebook live yep. and, um, and it is not, it's, you know, there, there's no kicker light. There's no backlight. Like it's, it's just raw in her office video. And, um, she was approached to do a women's breakfast at this conference for investors or whatever. And then the lady that was over all of the speakers went and checked out her Facebook live videos. She's like, no, 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 we need to move you to a keynote. So she did the keynote and the women's breakfast just because she's putting content out there. It's called social cred, man. If you got your social credibility, so many things can happen. Well, and the beauty about what you said is there's no big news media outlet to filter it. The beautiful thing about Facebook Live, so what I didn't tell you is I've been experimenting with those as well. Uh, but the nice thing about Facebook Live is even if you go live, like I'll go live, this is my second week, and I didn't do it as much this week, for maybe three or four minutes and I don't even care if anybody gets on and watches because what I'm going to do is when that's done, I'm going to boost it and optimize it for through plays, which means people will watch it front to back and there's no call to action. It's straight up brand awareness. Sometimes I'll target people that like my phrase and their friends. Other times I'll target the, the group I would want to know about my brand. I've been mixing it up and I've been amazed at the reach you can get for five bucks for a week. You can spend a dollar a day for a week. You can yeah. really get your brand out there. And I'm like, if I keep doing LinkedIn three days a week and Facebook lives two or three days a week, this is all going to keep growing because it's getting my name out there. And if you look at Google analytics, even though you may blog and you may do social media consistently, you don't see anything. If you pay attention, people check you out all the time. People will start somewhere and you'll be like, what? These people are coming from Facebook. Like nobody contacts me through Facebook. Well, they found you there, but they emailed you because they checked you out three other places after that. So it's, man, it's super interesting, but content is, you can, if you have a phone or a computer, you can make it. You don't use the excuse, I don't have the right lighting. Hit record and talk. Stop being scared. Seriously, it can be very, very powerful. So I believe in content so strongly. I spoke to a client recently and, um, and this client's perspective on business was for every person that I pay on my team and the contractors I pay, I must see a direct return on investment that equals what I'm paying them. I thought, okay, good thing I don't run my business that way because I wouldn't have anybody working for me. 
I have the opposite view and I'm investing in the long game and saying, I want to create as much valuable content as I possibly can. And I can't do it alone. There's no way I can do it alone. But I just hired two more content creators. We're going to three blogs a week for my brand. Plus we create it for clients and stuff as well. Cause I know what I know, what I know that SEO and our blogs are a freaking magnet. They're a magnet for people to the website and for the brand. It's beautiful. Interestingly, I spoke with a uh, speaker manager, I don't know, uh, maybe almost a year ago. Um, mm -hmm. And she was saying that one of the things that takes you to the next level, one of them is a book. You know, if you want to be a speaker, having a book that you wrote, apparently Jason has one because he's looking. <laughs> if, you, if you're just listening, he's like turned around to his shelf like, I got that, I got that. Um, there you go. Look at that. Um, but so one of the things, to, if you're a speaker, to take you to the next level is, is having a book. The next thing is having quality online content. Because if you're hiring a $20,000 keynote speaker and they don't have any content online to prove that they are who they say they are, they're never going to get hired. So if you don't, if you're not putting something out there, you are actually hurting your business. It's not that you're not just not helping it. It's you're hurting yourself. If you expect people to purchase from you or your service and you haven't provided them credibility. And what's where most people, what a lot of people listening are, are thinking and maybe watching, they're going, I get it, but it's, there's so much out there. It's so overwhelming. There's six social platforms or this or that. Here's my advice. Pick something, pick anything and keep doing it. All right, there's, there's a success story for people that just use YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and video and blogging. All of them exist. You can be successful with all of them. So I'll tell you, for me, my comfort, so my team's going to create blog content every week. I'm going to create podcasts. And I just hired a guy that's going to help us produce these. So we're going to get these things more consistent. I've just opened Pandora's uh, box to inviting guests back on. So stuff's about to get real interesting with the podcast, like old times, which is a good thing. So it's all on me, but I'm getting help. But I know that I can contribute to the cause live video or video. I'm super comfortable with. I enjoy it. it. Let's people see my personality, but LinkedIn and Facebook for me, that's where I'm going to supplement the machine. Cause I know there's social content every day. I know there's blogs. I know there's other stuff, but you can't do it all. Right. You know, Pat Flynn's one of the guys that's like be everywhere. And then you talk to like, uh, you listen to like uh, an Amy Porterfield and she's like pick and choose. doesn't matter. There's a million ways to get from where you are to where you want to go. Don't obsess about finding the one path. Find your strength and your comfort and run with it. My mom always says, all roads lead home. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just envisioned chicken and watermelon in uh, the hills of North Carolina when he said that. Well, I'm from Missouri, but it's the same. <laughs> you forgot like, the it's basically the, the same. You forgot the corn and the soybeans and the, and the uh, combine, but it's yeah. the same. <laughs> Do you know anybody that actually eats soybeans? I love edamame. Do you not yes. love edamame? We get the frozen kind that you microwave and get that instant. Yeah, yeah. For a while, we were eating the pods, and I was like, I don't think you're supposed to eat the pods. Yeah, you're like, supposed yeah. to eat the pods. <laughs> well, Google search got us on the straight and narrow. So. <laughs> so let me ask you this. For you personally, where's your comfort, your uh, content comfort zone? What, do you, what would you be most apt at doing consistently? It's funny that you ask because that's what I was sitting here thinking as you were talking because I, 
I have, as I told you last time, I, I have made the commitment to work on my business. Um, I'm still, I think every, probably every entrepreneur feels this. I still don't feel confident in that. I know what I know, but I don't feel like anybody thinks I know what I know. So um, I don't know. I think, I think the written word has to be my place to start. You know, what's funny about that is, is blogging. I used to write all my own blogs. I don't write that many now, but blogging has always been that thing that if I could only do one, that's probably what I would do. Um, Cause when I'm interested in something or I want to learn like videos are cool, but I like to read about it as well. I like to read, right. you know, reviews and blogs and that reading piece. There's, there's like almost a different brain process or a different learning process. It happens when you read. So written content's never going to go out of style. There's always people that are wired and geared that way. And it's very expressive. The way that I write and speak is similar, but you're going to get different things reading my book versus me speaking it to you or something, you know what I mean? Or vice versa, whatever the case. Right. So, uh, yeah. With that, are you like struggling with imposter syndrome a little bit? Like, who am I? Like, how do I think I'm qualified type of thing? Yeah, that's probably, that's probably pretty good label for it. <laughs> well, what's interesting is I figured this out. You only need to know, I used to think you need to know 10% more than your client. While I still think that's true, I think you can know as much as your client, like on the same uh, playing field, but sometimes they just want reassurance or they just want somebody else to do whatever it is for them. So this idea of, oh God, I need 10,000 hours. You don't need that. It's unnecessary. <laughs> it's completely unnecessary. Absolutely. So it's, it's almost, it, it's similar to that, but it's, it's a little bit different because I know, I mean, my coach training, which I did 10 years ago, you don't need to know their business. You just need to pull what they know out of them. And yeah. I know that. Yeah. But the sales piece is they don't think that they think I need to know more than they know in order to buy from me. Yeah. And I know that that's not true. Like logically, if I think about that, but it always just creeps back in. It's like, nobody's going to buy that because they're going to think you don't know more than they do. And they don't want that. But I'm telling you, I'm not going to get too specific, but the big example that just took that crap out of my head forever is I was working on a funnel for somebody one time and I saw what they were selling and I saw what they were selling and how they were doing it. And I was like, okay, 30, 30 to 40,000 a month with an okay product and a horrible, <laughs> everything was wrong. Everything was broken. And I'm like, they're right. still killing it. So this idea of, perfection and people judging dude it's not it's not that deep where we as a culture we as a species i think sometimes make it too complicated people buy from people they like you are very likable you seem confident <laughs> and passionate about what you're doing so right. if you have a conversation with somebody and they believe you can get them to a place that's better than where they are you're gonna make sales it's that simple you don't need to brush up on any skills you just need to be yourself Boom. Boom. Sage <laughs> advice. Jason Wright, right but here. Seriously. You're part of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Seriously. So I did get my first coaching client already. Did you really? Mm -hmm. Why did I know that was going to happen? God. <laughs> that is so cool. It, uh, maybe this is premature, but do you do coaching for everybody? Is it entrepreneurs? Is it businesses? Who do you, who do you want to work with? Um, 
people that are developing. So that could be you're making, you're an entrepreneur and you're building your business. It could be you have a small business and you want to take it to the next level. You want to build your team. Um, I don't, life coaching ends up being part of your business coaching because your life always invades your business life, whether you want it to or not. Um, but I, I really like taking people to the next level and helping them set goals and objectives to get from where they are now to where they want to be. So it looks really different. Yeah. And maybe this is going to blindside you, but I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Cause we can do about it. But if somebody listening has been following along or like, man, I like the way Brandy rolls. And I'll tell you, I would, I would highly recommend Brandy being involved with anything you want to do because she's awesome <laughs> and she's a real deal. If somebody listening is curious about maybe working with you for their coaching, how can they get in touch with you? Look at you just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, well, I guess they could email me. Um, I think my email is on the site and it's also BL Montambo, M-O-N-T-A-M-B-O at gmail.com. Yep. I have no website. I have no Facebook page. I have no show. As I just mentioned a minute ago, you have to have social cred and I have none. But if you're okay with that, Come on, let's talk. Yeah, and if you have questions about Brandy and she doesn't have a site or you can't remember the email or something, uh, just go to intentionallyinspirational.com backslash forward slash podcast, um, or you can even send me a message through chat and I'll make sure to connect you guys together. So how's that? I did think of it. I, I, but one more question before we go, because we have like just rambled this whole podcast, but that's yeah, okay. I think it's good stuff though, honestly. So I have, I have a... A suggestion given to me for the name of my company. You want to you want to throw darts at it? Sure. Okay. So my not my coaching, but my the workshops and the all the other stuff that I want to do is focused on around customer experience, not digital customer experience, but like the whole company customer experience, like what the person feels when they walk in the store, what the salesperson feels like, that kind of stuff. So my, my goal is, my value prop is helping you understand your company so your customers will love you. And that involves like journey mapping and um, identifying your value streams, all that kind of stuff. So because I like customer experience, the, um, the what's the, all I can say is anagram and that's not it. Uh, Acronym. Thank you. Gosh, that's terrible. The acronym for customer experience. Wait, what did you say? Panagram or something like that? I don't even know what that word was. Um, <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. The, what's the word I'm looking for? Acronym. The acronym, thank you, for customer experience is CX. And according to my children, if you text IRL, do you know what that means? No. In real life. My so, son would know, but I don't, I force him to use my language. I don't adapt to his. So the name of the company could be CX IRL, customer experience in real life. Because a lot of people get stuck in the digital world for customer experience. So, but I want it to be all encompassing. So it's CX IRL. And then they were like, Nobody knows I'm going to know what that means. Unless you're like under 18, nobody knows what IRL means. And I was like, come on. <laughs> well, what's interesting, 
I don't know what I think about it initially, but what's interesting about the customer experience piece is <clears throat> if you haven't noticed already, well, active campaigns, the company I know that's talking about CX, that buzzword, that focus is going to be mainstream for the next 20, 25, 30 years. So that's super smart having that um, in some capacity. I don't know. I mean, my business name doesn't make sense at all for what I do, but people love it and it works. So I think you just have to settle in on a name that really feels right to you and roll with it. It's got to, it's got to pass that feel right check. If you have that, I, don't, I make a lot of decisions based on gut. So that's what I trust. Um, outwardly, if I see CXIRL, I have no idea what that means. No one's going to have any idea what that means, but people don't know what mine means either, you know? So there's that, <laughs> but I think that CX aspect to it is super interesting and super relevant as far as timing. Cool. That's good feedback. I'll take that. Good. See, you didn't know what IRL meant either. No, <laughs> no. Cause my son would probably say that to me and I'd be like, but this is real life. What are you talking about, dude? I don't know. Go text somebody, get out of here. <laughs> nice. Well, awesome guys and gals. Uh, Oh, by the way, if you're listening and you want to give feedback on CXIRL, feel free to do whatever he said about the podcast email. Yeah, you can go to intentionallyinspirational.com and uh, hit us up in the, the messenger bot in the lower right-hand corner of the screen. And uh, any information you want us to know, we will respond and interact with you because that's what we do. I love it when people reach out to that. They're like, I want to talk to a real person. I'm like, this is a real person. This is Jason. What do you need to see for proof? They're like, no, it's not. And I'm like... Really? You think I made a bot that said, this is Jason and start arguing with you? Come on. So I need Jason IRL. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the podcast. Um, if you guys aren't making content consistently, here's my one takeaway for you. Pick something you're comfortable with. I strongly suggest video because it's so consumable. People can see you get the voice of the brand. There's so many benefits to video and give it a shot. Go for like 30 days consistently and see what happens. My guess is it's going to be way more than you bargained for. And try that little hack on LinkedIn, tag an influencer, make it relevant and watch the views, see what happens. So it's awesome. Thanks Jason. Yeah. Thanks for listening everybody. See you next time. Peace out. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. To keep up with everything that we're doing, check out intentionallyinspirational.com. Until next time.